welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And we are doing episode 111. 111. 111. We're going to start a series. It is our summer slasher, you would say. Yeah. Summer movies. horror. Yeah. Summer horror. We're going to start things off. We're going to take a stab at this with, uh, <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. Ha, ha, ha. Little debate about the title of this movie. Uh, it should be I still know what you did two summers ago, or I all like I still know what you did a couple summers back, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think it's no. I know what you did last summer, meaning last summer you ran from me but when see, I tried to kill based you. Based on the fact of like when they originally ran over the guy that creates the myth and the legend of the urban legend of you know the guy with the hook. So it's two summers ago. Yes. So makes no sense at all. But whatever. So uh, like you said before, we are doing, I still don't what you did last summer. You can uh, rent this or you can watch it with commercials on Crackle. Crackle. I would uh, recommend watching it on Crackle because the uh, commercials will be interesting. More interesting than <laughs> film. You might be fast forwarding through the I'm film. I'm just saying, this movie came out to see what what's happening in that crazy world of gain flings, right? Uh, this movie came out in 1998. It was directed by Danny Cannon. You might know him as the director of Judge Dredd. Yep. Yes. Yep. So that tells you anything. There <laughs> you go. Uh, Peter Jackson was asked to direct this movie. I heard that. Yeah, that would have been a better movie. Um, I don't know. Uh, it would have been a better stylized movie, I think. Uh, it still would have yeah. the it still would have the generic script by Trey Calloway, <clears throat> and it would still have Jeffrey Combs in it. And it would have Jeffrey Combs in it, correct? But Trey Calloway, Jeremy, you might remember his work. <clears throat> he uh, actually wrote for a um, reality show called Who Done It. I know. Yes, so he wrote a bunch of Who Done It mysteries. He did. It was a uh, reality show that Jeremy and I watched because uh, you loved it for some weird reason. I, I'm Where they had to like solve mysteries. <clears throat> like yeah. you, people would die, but they wouldn't die, obviously. Cause it's yeah, I, I definitely thing. am not into much in the way of reality shows. Right. Uh, but like Who Done It? All about that one. All about got, Who Done It? It got one season. All about and, and that was and way we, too many. <laughs> and, and it was pretty. I mean, what was what was the Giles? lady's name? What's that? What was the the girl? The butler? Oh no, the the girl that that did it. Her yeah, name, her name was actually Chris Cross. Yes, her real name. And then is when we looked Chris it up on, on like Wicca, I was like, her name is Chris Cross. She did it. Yeah, she was the only one who was like an actress. And on top of that, it was like originally they had it build like the actors for the show. Right. Including Giles and Chris Cross. Right. And that was it. So I was like, yeah, you're pretty yeah. much it. Both of these people, uh, the director and the writer, have gone on to do uh, TV credits. So they do have TV credits to their name. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense because this movie is kind of shot in a way like a TV show. Written kind of more TV-esque, you would say. Yeah, it, it's it was not like really it was cinematic. supposed to be a directed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost even direct-to-video. Yeah, even though it was released in the theater. So, yep. Like I said, it came out in um, what 1998. So it was the heyday of the uh, teen horror movies of the 90s that people were flushing to go see, rushing to go see too, as well because flushing is weird. Yeah, <laughs> they should have just flushed from, this. You know, whatever. <laughs> well, we're the deuce. 
So there you go. You know what? I should stop talking. Do we have a plot synopsis? Uh, yes, I do have a plot synopsis. You ready? Yeah. Ever since killing the fisherman, what a dumb name for it. (laughs) Ever since killing the fisherman one year ago, Julie James, again, is still haunted by images of him after her. Images of him after her. Who wrote this? Trey Calloway? (laughs) I don't know. Did Trey Calloway write this? Let me start over. Ever the writer of Fisherman one year ago, Julie James is still haunted by images of him after her, causes her relationships with Ray Bronson to suffer further. Okay. Okay. When her best friend Carla Wilson wins free tickets to the Bahamas, Julie finds a perfect opportunity to finally relax. But someone is waiting for her. Someone who she thought was dead. Someone who is out for revenge. There you go. So there's a plot synopsis for you. Yes. That is a really terrible plot synopsis. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. It was it was honestly not the worst. It was not the worst? No, they there's it's, it's not the worst. Yeah, well, you know, you're not going by by much. Uh I'm, this movie this uh, one better. Also, uh, yeah. It uh stars Jennifer Love Hewitt from the original and uh, yep. Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. from the original. Also coming back is um what's his bucket? Uh, who plays uh, the killer? Can't yes. His name right now. Uh, his name is Muse Watson. Muse Watson. What a name! What a name, Muse Watson. Thank, thank God, Jennifer Love Hewitt knows how to talk to ghosts because she right. can. She can talk to her and Freddie Prince Jr.'s careers. <laughs> <laughs> it is very true. It is very true. But she can only whisper that. Yes. She can. She can't do much. I can it. just whisper. Uh, coming along for the ride in this movie is uh, Brandy, or Brandy Norwood. Yes, is is she's more known for nowadays instead of just Brandy, and uh, also uh, her uh, boyfriend uh, in the movie played by Mackay Pfeiffer. Yep. So Brandy plays uh, uh, Carla Wilson, who wins the uh, trip to the Bahamas, and uh, Mackay Pfeiffer plays her boyfriend Tyrell. Yes. No last name, just no last Tyrell. Name. Just Tyrell. Which I was like, great. No last name. Uh, originally, the role of uh, Carla was supposed to be uh, a Caucasian, but Brandy auditioned for and they liked her, so they changed it. Good. So good. Good for them. And, uh, and uh, you know, she, spoiler alert, survives in this movie. So there you go. There you go. Um, should we, before we get into it, should we talk about our podcast network? I think we should. It's the No Phony Podcast Network. What is that, Jeremy? Uh, the no phony network, no phony podcast network. There are no phonies there. Unlike I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> no, it's um no phony podcast podcast network. There's a ragtag group of podcasters who come together uh, for the express goal of lifting each other up, uh, helping to promote each other's you know products and and being there for supporting one another. Um, it's it's great. We got a little of everything. So. If you're looking for comedy, release the clowns. Um, uh, if you're looking for sports, we have a few of those: BS3 sports and music, bats and balls. Um, you know, we we have all sorts of stuff on here. Yes. Um, and this we got rants by Herman Herman. Yes. Herman J. Yes. The rant with Herman James and friends. Mm-hmm. Which I I was one of his friends on one episode. Well, there you go. So I got to do lightning rants with the, uh, with that. So go ahead and listen to him. 
Yes. Uh, U.S. Acres with Garfield and friend. No, yeah, um, <laughs> I, was, I was a friend. The rant with Garfield and friend. I did. Yeah. Um, you know, we have Grave Girls. We have you know, Dear Diary. I mean, we got a little of everything. Um, the featured podcast this month is the Lights in the Sky, Lights in the sky. podcast. Lights in the sky. Ooh, there goes the gong. Gong. <laughs> Votes are being dead. <laughs> uh, so, Lights in the Sky podcast. Um, Whoa. <laughs> so, wow. It's just still going. Talking about. Uh, oh, there goes there that, go. too. Uh, talking, talking about all sorts of conspiracy theories and. Um, you know, more science fiction sure. or science theory kind of theory things. So. Types of um, definitely listen to listen to all types of podcasts. Yes, if Just, you're like, uh, I need podcast recommendations, all of them. Yeah, on the No Forty podcast. But there's a little little everything for you there. Bit, so yes, it's like it's, it's like one of those like yes. Whitman samplers. Oh where yeah, you it's like a Whit- take a little bite like each one, see which one you like. A little bit of this podcast. I'm sorry, were you doing Mambo Number Five? No, I was doing Mambo Number Six, the sequel. I will never there is do a Mambo the number original. Six. Is Mambo number do sequels six. from this podcast. We will do a Mambo number six. Yes. This episode. is the, this is one of one of seventy podcasts I do host. So there you go. <laughs> Correct. I do believe so. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Let's drop the deuce on. I still know what you did last summer, and I still have a hard time saying my title because it's wrong. I yeah yeah. I mean, I I can I can justify it, yeah. but I. It's not the greatest. But I'm going to start off with, uh, the, well, Julie's in, in college. Yes. It's the college years, right? Yep. And she's uh, there during the summer because yeah. it's July. So it's July. So she's in summer school. The campus is busy. I mean, summer school, everyone loves to oh, go yeah. to summer school. Oh, yeah. It's hopping. It's hopping. You know, maybe tuition is a little bit cheaper during the summer. So maybe. Well, it was 1998. <laughs> it was nineteen. The simpler time. It was. <laughs> Um, but she's in school. She's got this guy who. Uh, well, she's, she she falls asleep in class because she has a dream. Yeah, right? and she has a dream about uh, just geez. This movie has so much going into it and not a lot that I can't even remember her dream. Do you remember her dream? Um, what was it? It was like she was. Was she at the psychologist? No, that was like the trailer. Oh, that was a trailer. Oh. Um, I don't even Something she dreams she that uh, Ben's gonna kill. Oh, oh, she's in a confessional. Oh That's yeah, yeah. She's talking to a priest. Sorry, God, there's so much to this movie. Yeah. So she's it's in, and we watched it like two hours ago. So that's yeah. the great part. Um, she's in the confessional, and, and she says, you know, what she did, and the guy knows. I know. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out to be bad, and she, you know, takes. Please, a stab let's call at him her. the fisherman. And she or wakes yeah, the, the Gordon's fisherman. Fisherman. She's called the Gordon's or appropriately. So the Gorton's fisherman yeah. kills her. And then she wakes up screaming, and we look at the professor, and I go, was that Brian Cox? And then I realized it was a generic Brian Cox. Yeah. So I called it Brian Uncut Cox. <laughs> Brian Dix. <laughs> Brian Dix. Dix. It's me, Professor Brian Dix. <laughs> you fell asleep on generic, generic. Yeah. I don't even know what she's going to school for. We don't really care. We really don't know. No. Then um, she runs out of class, and then um, Will, this guy that kind of likes her, Will Benson, right? Yeah. Will Benson uh, runs after her to make sure she's okay. Yes. And um, and he's got like, a little thing for her. A whole thing, right? But she's not interested because she's uh, she's still with yeah. what's his bucket, right? 
Ray. Ray. Yes. Yes. Ray Bronson. Is that his last name? Bronson? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This movie just is so like. Julie James and Ray Bronson forever. Jeez. Okay. Best couple ever in a movie. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I just kind of wanted to get to where we're at her apartment. Well, yeah. by the way, like Ray shows up because he knew that she was going to like have a psychotic breakdown in the middle of class and just show back up at her. her place well, it's, at it's the anniversary, so he knows. Well, yeah, but he she didn't know he didn't know where she was going to be at. But I guess he could write a note or say something to you know Brandy. Anyway, she goes back to her apartment and she's like eating chips or whatever, and then uh, Brandy scares her. Haha, ha, we got jump scares. This is like 15 minutes into the movie. Nothing really is happening, right? Right. Nothing. And then the phone rings, and then um, Brandy answers it. Oh, no. Is it, uh, do they go to the club? Does it matter? Yeah, they go to the club. They go to the club. Mackay Pfeiffer's there. That's when we uh, get introduced to Mackay Pfeiffer. He's kind of a prick kind of boyfriend that's on all about, like, like, at that point, kind of flirting with Julie. Well, uh, well, Carla's like, hey, why don't you dance with her? Because she's right. on edge. And so he's being, he's trying to. I guess he's being nice. But yeah. He's just, for the he's just part, being, he's, they're friends. So he's just, you know, throwing that. And then they invite Will to come, to come to the bar with them. She thinks she sees the Gordman's fisherman again. I mean, all this is really. At the club. Nobody at the, club. At the fucking club notices the Gorton fisherman walking around. Well, okay, that to me, I don't know if that's necessarily him in real life or that's just her imagination. Well, then he shows up behind her again later. She's standing there and like you see him in shadow shadow behind her. Yeah, but no one else see it. But see, I don't think that. I think it's just her being paranoid at that at the, this moment of the okay. movie. I mean, again, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't make sense. A lot of this movie does not make sense. What? I said a lot of this movie doesn't make sense. Oh, okay, I got it. Sorry, that was rhetorical. I uh, apologize. <laughs> but I really wanted to get back to where Brandy answers the phone and it's a radio station. Yes. And the radio station says, hey, this is uh, this is 98.6, whatever the radio station is. Yeah. I'm just making it up. Uh, um, if you can answer the following trivia question, will uh, you win a free trip to the Bahamas? And the question is, like, uh, what is the capital of... Brazil. Brazil. And they keep looking. I don't know. Like, they looking, they're looking around because, obviously, it's not, uh, you know, smartphone error. So they're, they're looking around for encyclopedias real quick or something. She throws her, I don't know, coffee? And then just says Rio. Like, the capital is Rio. I don't know what she throws at her. Do you know? No. Okay. And the voice says, correct, Rio's correct. You have won a free trip to the Bahamas. Now, um, if you're going to pull anything out of this movie, it's the fact that the capital of Brazil, spoiler alert, not Rio. It's Brasilia. It's Brasilia. And spoiler alert, Brasilia wax. I don't know. I'm just saying. There's no reason I said that. <laughs> Brasilia wax. <laughs> to where they, it's where they they kept waxing they just wax a capital letter into your uh, yeah. 
They sure. wax the Brazilian state or the Brazilian yeah. Brazilian flag into your stuff. <laughs> uh, basically, I wanted to get to the island because this is where things get kind of weird and stupid and generic and fun. I mean, fun in a way of making fun of the movie, you would say, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you notice like when they when they came to the island, they they're saying that this is their winter season of the Bahamas, meaning that the hurricane's coming. It's the Fourth of July. It's the winter season. They're going to get a big storm. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's their off season. season. It's their off season. season. Yeah. But you notice there's a ton of people still there. Yeah. And then when they get to the hotel, no one. Yeah, nobody's there. They that. just all disappeared. Well, they were all getting on the last ferry off the island. I don't know about that. Well, the last ferry left at six. That was the whole. Yeah, well, whatever. In fact, uh, I've I've seen some of the characters. They, that wasn't the last ferry on the on the island. I know that. <laughs> well, the thing that's weird to me is like, so you know something suspicious is obviously right. happening. They're all like, well, we don't usually have guests after this point. Then why would you have agreed to take fucking guests? Right. Like, I don't understand why you still booked people if you were like, oh, we were closed now. It's not like everyone was. Sorry, they just have the right away. That's what I mean. Stay if they want. It doesn't make sense right away. Right? Yeah. So the hotel is uh, the hotel, not the owner, but the the guy running the hotel is played by Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Who I've met. A wonderful guy. Yes. Who uh, I got his autograph and then forgot you. Yeah. And he was nice enough to come. We came back and he did not charge for a photo yeah. with you, which was amazing. Yes. So he is forever a gentleman. He is. He's, he's a best. really nice guy. I'm so glad we got to meet him. I was so upset when you got when you got his autograph without me. I'm right. like, why? And I'm upset that he's not in this movie that much. And no, he's not. Yeah. Because out of everyone in this movie, he's probably the best actor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, um, oh, SS. Brandy. Yeah, Brandy. Yeah, no, that's Bill Cobbs. Oh, Bill yeah, Cobbs yeah. That's good. true, too. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And some John Hawks. Too. What's that? John Hawks. John Hawks. Yeah, you're right. John Hawks is at the beginning. He's uh, one of the uh, Ray's friends who gets killed. Yeah. Ray. Uh, I just thought that was pointless. Ray was supposed to go to the island and he was like, sorry, I got to work or whatever. Like he was he's trying to put it off because he's also hurting a little bit. So he tries to put it off. And his buddy, uh, Dave, was like, well, at least let's go out and do whatever. And so while they're driving, they come across a car in the road with somebody dead on the ground. He goes. Uh, uh, Ray goes out to look at it. And he realizes it's a dummy. And when he turns around, the Gorton's fisherman kills his buddy Dave, played by John Hawks. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, and so John, he was in the movie for like 10 minutes. 10 maybe. minutes. Like, not, not that even much. that. Yeah. And then, uh, so then. I do believe he was nominated for an Academy Award for Winter's Bone, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, for I think so. Actor. He's, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Yes. Um, the uh, so he gets in the truck, Gorton's fisherman gets in the truck and starts chasing Ray down. Uh, and he's like <laughs> running down the middle of the, the I road. just want you to try my fish sticks, that's all. <laughs> he's driving keep down the middle of the kids road because you won't try my fish sticks. Try my fish, try <laughs> my salmon patties. That salmon, awful. I got new salmon patties. Why won't you try those either? I the Gorton's salmon patties are tragic, they look like pink sponges, mm-hmm. like they're perfect squares. 
which mm-hmm. is bizarre. Um, but they are even worse when you put grape jelly and... Uh, Why would you put grape jelly? Don't put grape jelly my, on them. This was... That was the... My mother cooked those. She put grape jelly and pecans on it Why? and then baked it in the oven. Did she think and that that was a, like a, a, you know... I don't know if she thought she was making like a glaze or what, but like know. the grape jelly just burned. So like the, the sugar in it burned. And so like... I was, was it trying roaches? to eat it. I just really want to know what grape jelly, because this is more, you know, exciting. I think it was like Smuckers. It was, it was Smuckers. Smuckers, yeah. So it wasn't I, Smuckers, yeah. I, I ate about three be. bites and was like, I can't do this. And then yeah. I threw up for like the next two days. Jesus. Yeah. It like, it did something to my system where like my body oh. was just, my body rejected it real hard. Can we talk about this for more another Yeah, minutes? we can do it. I think we should because this yeah. this. I just don't know what possessed the uh, the salmon with the grape jelly. Like, <laughs> where were you? Like, hmm. All right. This seems like a good. Well, everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows veal cutlet and strawberry jam. <laughs> That's usually what I go for. Yeah. Well, they're named like Schmuckers. Put it on veal cutlets. Yeah. That's what Schmuckers is. Schmuckers. Um, so so. Back to the movie, because that's what we're doing. Did you oh. know that? We're doing a movie? Yeah, I was trying to I actually wanted to talk about the peripheral characters and the kills that happen. Because, yeah, let's do you know, that. The, there's a high count. There's about 10 or 11 people that die in this movie. Yeah. So this guy who's movie. like, how dare you four kids kill somebody and get away with it? Right. So I'm going to kill 100 people. Right. I don't understand. Like, all these other characters that you're killing, I guess you're killing them so... They don't have any other help to get off the island. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's a little hypocritical. Sense. Oh, very hip- hypocritical. It's very weird. But uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the people. For instance, uh, Jack Black shows up as a. Uh, he's the pool boy. Pool boy, like a pothead. He's like pool the boy. the pool boy, like maintenance guy, who sure. is just trying to. He's constantly trying to sell weed to everybody. Yes, because he's uh, you know has Jamaican dreadlocks. Yes. Which is and, great. And just vaguely offensive. Yeah, it's borderline. It's not quite like, hey, uh, Jamaica me crazy, man. Like, it's not that bad. Almost. But it's almost there. Um, He was uncredited in this role, by the way. Was he really uncredited? Yes. He was He was pretty low totem at this but point. But he has more lines than some of the other people. Yeah. Than, like, Hawks? Yeah. And he's uncredited? Yeah. That's weird. Now, he was... And this is really before I knew who Jack Black was. Right. This is probably around the, the time of Mr. Show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I would I say did. so. Do you know who I thought he was when I first saw this movie? Huh. I thought he was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. And there was years, a lot of times during that time where Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, Jack Black got confused. And for, I, for the longest time, thought Philip Seymour Hoffman was in the role. And I remember being like, or you could look at Philip Seymour Hoffman's worst role, the white Rasta guy from... Uh, <laughs> From I know still know what you did last summer and people were like, I'm sorry, come again? What was he in? So how did you feel about his kill? Um, it was dumb. Yeah, it was lackluster. It was lackluster. Yeah. Like, okay, if if I had to, well so so what happens to him is he's of course smoking weed. Surprise. And uh he looks up like and the Gorton's fisherman has just walked right up to him. He takes the hook. And stabs it into his hand, and then right. goes through, goes through the like, li- like all the garden implements, 
but there's like a there's like an axe. Yeah. There's like all these other things that could be. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. All sorts of like tools. Better tools. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets garden like a gardening shears, and just stabs it right into his chest. Yeah. Pretty quick. Like Jack Black's begging the whole time or whatever. But like, part of me was like, you know, you could have gone for like a real gore thing on there and just you I jammed it down one, his throat especially that one you could have yeah I, I think so like I was just waiting for it to jam it down his throat right. or something I kind of I was like or cut his head off yeah or something. even though it was pointless the the day of the John Hawks one was pretty cool because it's just you see the thing go right through his his mouth his mouth and he pulls him out of the, yeah, it pulls it yeah which well, is fine although I don't know that's that, that would I know but like it that. was fun to it was fun for the movie yeah yeah it was fine I mean? And then, um, so we then we have the uh, the the boat guy, right? Yeah, I can't think of his name. Derek, Derek the dockhand. The dock. I didn't hand. have to look it up. You see, even Derek gets a last name. Ty- poor Tyrell. No, Derek he gets a last. Yeah, his last name's the Dock Man. The Dock okay, Man. But at least he gets a title. Okay. Um, but he dies like doesn't he get like dr- like drowned in the water? No, no, no. He falls he, in the water and then he tries to get back up. And, well, so. Uh, Jack Black comes out there and he's just like, "Want to smoke some weed?" Because it's Jack Black's character. <laughs> How's Jack Black? And does? it just might have been. It might have been uncredited because Wait, maybe he wasn't he was acting. He just walked into the set of "I Still Know What You Did Last Summer." Yeah, they didn't even know. He didn't know they were filming. And yeah, he was like, "Hey, Mackay Five, they want to buy some this weed?" Wig. <laughs> so he um he gets in there. Well, the so Derek is like trying to moor this boat. And as he's doing it, the rope that's sitting by his foot like starts wrapping around right. it and snug like snugger and snugger. And then it pulls and he falls forward or like falls into the water. And I thought he was gonna like pull his legs up so that his head was stuck underwater and right. he would drown. But he falls in the water and he's like, Hey, what the hell? And he pulls himself up. And then you see the Gordon fisherman, like his boots kind of like walk by him. Right. And he just looks up as the Gordon Fisherman slowly draws back his hook. Yeah. And then I assume, you know. I assume he, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. But although I'm like, oh, or you could have dropped into the water. Right. Like you you hung onto the dock, the deck for like a, like a minute while he was preparing to slowly kill you. Agreed. I'd have been like, bye, bitch, and like dropped under the deck or something. Yeah. So uh, one of my least favorite kills, because we didn't even get to see it, is Mr. Brooks, Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, this Jeffrey was... Combs' character is, and he's an asshole. He plays the asshole, and he plays it very well. He's the guy that's like, no, nothing's going on. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll see it in the morning, right? Yeah. So what, like... I want to see that character get its up and becomings, right? You know, yeah. I want to see him die in a horror movie. He should. Look, we we know that that character is going to die, so let's see it. Yeah. Instead, we see the aftermath. Yeah, they Boring. go in, and he's got a machete in his head, and they just do it like one of those, you know, zoom in real quick, and then yeah. boom, the like, racks and everything. This yeah. is stupid. And and he has, uh, and they just have. I still know what you did last summer in yeah. blood I on the wall. I still know. And um, the radio's been smashed. Right. Also, like, it takes a while. I don't know about you, but, like, I don't know. I've never painted in blood, but I've painted before. Yeah. I'm sure it's hard to paint in blood. I still know. Well, yeah, especially if it's coagulating. That big. 
you yeah, know. Yeah, and you need a brush. You like, need, you know, John yeah. Mulaney, like, big ass eye, you know. Mm, oh, yeah. crap. I ran out oh, of I'm wall. I'm out of wall space. <laughs> That's a lot to write, too. You know, yes, it's a lot to write. Oh, and let's and not forget. And it's grammatically wrong. Like, there's no, you know, the grammar. Yeah. Let's not forget old lady who dies. <laughs> there's an old lady that dies, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, there are some other characters, for instance, uh, Jennifer Esposito, right? Yes. She shows up. I know her from uh, Samantha Who? Samantha Who, you say? She yeah. played Samantha's best friend before Samantha Who gets in a, in a car wreck or whatever. I don't know what happens. She gets. I don't know if she gets amnesia and forgets that she's a bad person. Yeah. And her character was her bad friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember her from there. She's one of those people that shows up in things. And you're like, that girl? Yeah. Um, she dies through... Um, yeah, she does. Oh, yeah, she does. Is. She does die. With... Uh, what's his bucket? It? Who you just were talking about. The vo- the voodoo guy. Estes? Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. So Estes, for a while, we think Estes is the bad guy. Right. Well, obviously. we kind of like we don't know what's going on, but they keep leaning towards it because he's got all this. He's like the Anne Hesh character of the first movie. Like yeah. you think it's you think it's the red herring. You think it's going to be him, but yeah. it's not. And uh, you know, you think it is. It's not. It's um. Well, so uh, you know, Estes is like, no, I was trying to protect you. I'm trying to protect you. And he's like, I found all the bodies, so I was trying to do this. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh. He's like, I'll show you where Ben Willis <coughs> is. And I was like, right. wait, what? Like, all so of a becomes, sudden yeah, it becomes this plot point. You explain this plot point that they, it just magically happens yeah. to be on this island. They said, yeah, Ben Willis was From two on years this, ago of and now on this island. Makes we, no sense. Well, he was apparently he was on there for a long time. And that they said Ben Willis was a um I think this is, by the way, I think this is their attempt to be like Jennifer Love Hewitt is not a bad person for hitting this guy. Because before, I think they were like, no, you know, this guy is getting right. revenge because they wronged him. <laughs> and now it's, well, he was he was crazy. He lived on this island with his wife right. and two kids. And uh, the wife disappeared. And eventually they found pieces of her body. Um, but he had disappeared with his two kids, which one of them I think was Anne Hesh. Probably. Yeah. And the other one, they don't know. He had a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. But again, like, but that, but it seems so written in, like, co- coincidentally. Yeah. Like, just for the sake of writing it in. Well, to keep, no, to keep things kind of tight and loose. Or not tight and loose, but tight and fit into a script that really isn't tight to begin with. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, but I think that's their opportunity to be like, Oh no, he's really a bad person. It's not just him being wrong. Sure. Yeah. Um and so um he so they show this and then Estes scampers off and uh Ben no, uh not Ben Willis, uh Will. Yeah, Benson, Will Benson. Yeah, goes after him. And he's like, you know, finally catches up with him and he's like, Estes, why didn't you tell us you had a boat? What are you gonna do? Leave us here? And Estes hits him with an oar. And so you're like, oh, he's out. Um, later on, they uh, Will shows up 
and uh, Jennifer. They f- managed to find Jennifer Esposito yeah. hiding in a uh, freezer, uh, and then while they're talking because about the whole what time, to do, you're like, where, where, where is Jennifer? You know, Esposito. Like, yeah. where is she at? Because she's not. You know. So at, at that point, if you have never seen the movie, you're like, maybe she's in on it. Yeah. You know, because you haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. There's a lot of weird things that happen in this movie. Yeah. And so they're like, well, okay, let's. Uh, you know, they, they go, they find this freezer, um, and, you know, she's in there. And then, like, right after, Mackay Pfeiffer gets a hook in the throat. Yes. And so he's dead. The only time in this movie where it was actually kind of funny and meta, but it really wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Where it was just like, it's just kind of like this take on, you know, we got to be gotta stick together and blah blah do stuff and then he gets killed right away yeah you know what i mean yeah kind of thing i kind of wanted more of that in this movie i didn't get any of that in this movie where it was almost more black comedy it was it wasn't even funny yeah like it almost took itself too serious oh yeah yeah way too serious it did you know almost the opposite of what jaws was last week when it was like well i wanted it more meta instead of taking it you know what i mean because it's kind of ridiculous yeah yeah, it's, it's, I don't think I don't think the director pop, saw popcorn. it that way though. This is popcorn flop. It's not meant to be. I don't think the director saw it as, you know, a parody of itself or like right. kind of a, a you know willing to take jabs at itself. Right. I think Ke- well because Kevin Williamson was supposed to write this, but he didn't. Yeah, and I think that you know with his way of writing stuff, it almost could have benefited from that. Yeah, in a way. Well, let's talk about our main characters, shall we? And well, what we what we think of him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, Tyler for uh, Mackay Pfeiffer as as Tyler. Tyler Tyrell. starts out as what's that? Tyrell. Tyrell. Sorry, Tyrell starts out okay. He's fine. Yeah. There's nothing that builds him. No. There's no build to his character. No. Right. Not really. To where he's just becomes that stereotypical black guy that dies in a horror well, movie. And he has some, I think he has some genuinely good moments. I think he does too. But, but, but like, I, I credit that more with it being portrayed actor. by Mackay Pfeiffer than the script itself. Correct. I do too. There's a couple times when like I, Jennifer Love you is supposed to be losing it, but I also think it's just because she has uh, does not know how to portray human emotions. <laughs> um, and so she's just like Staring at things, right? And he's like, "Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, if you're gonna, gonna okay. put, if you're gonna put any foil into a scene with her, it's gonna be him because he's the better actor, yeah, out of all the other, you know, characters that besides her, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because Brandy's kind of a not. I mean, at this point, Brandy hasn't really acted that much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, she did one like television movie, but that that was about it. And then the, the guy she not done Moesha yet. No, no, no. Well, no, maybe. Yeah, this might be her film debut, so it might be Moesha. Yeah, there might be some her film Moesha debut. Character. But still, that's comedy. It's not really an right, adult, right. You know, role. So you are. I mean, you're going to put Mackay Pfeiffer with her. Oh yeah. You know, and that those scenes are going to be better than necessarily what the rest of the movie is. So yeah. I agree with you on that. Um, but let's talk about Brandy then. Brandy's, uh, which is her best friend. Yeah. Um, right. This becomes very flat in a lot of a lot of areas for me. Um, and again, it might be just the the just 
the noviceness of, of her being on like the big screen yeah. or something. Um, and I generally don't get the chemistry between them. I don't feel like they're yeah, they're no. they're good friends at all. I no. feel like campus said you're gonna have to live together. Yeah. Well, twice in this movie, she's like, "I can't believe you didn't tell me you didn't right. you murdered somebody," and she's like, "Well, I can't believe you didn't tell me that you murdered somebody and that he came back for and revenge." Just, right. Like, I'm like it was like, I mean, we all tell each other that stuff, right? Yeah. We yes, you tell your best friend that. Yeah. That you know this one summer. Honestly, um, I don't think, again, I don't think Brandy does a I don't think she does a bad job. I think, but but here's the thing, uh, to your point of her being a novice, I also don't think she's, like, like, Mackay Pfeiffer, he's like, oh, a a bad script, but I can elevate it a little bit by my performance uh, in this. I don't think that she had that quite mastered yet. No. I think think she did a fine job with what she was given. In real life, she hasn't hit someone yet herself. Oh, God. I know what you did last summer, Brandy. I know Brandy. what she did last whatever fall it was. <laughs> but yeah. no, I think that like she didn't know how to elevate that a little bit yet. And I think she did fine with what she had. But like... Agreed. It, it just did not lend itself to like... And talk uh, about not having a lot to go with. Yeah. Too. You know, honestly, and I don't know um, how you would feel about this. I would rather... I would rather have had Jennifer Love Hewitt's character die part of the way into it and then make this Brandy story where she now has to escape the island from whatever right, it was. Right. Because I would rather see... Cause I, but I, not cast Brandy and put Gabrielle Union instead. I Sure. It doesn't Honestly. Matter. Yeah, I mean, well, Gabrielle Union's going to do anything right. well. But, like, I, I would even be okay with Brandy, like... I think if it featured her a little bit and they gave her a chance to be a badass, I think it would be, she'd be yeah, fantastic. I think it would that. be better. I think it would be better. I think she'd be fantastic because the stuff where she story is. story along. The only reason why it doesn't work is because then you got Ray coming to the island and like, what's the point of Ray then? What's the point of that Ray story? Yeah. Just to get her off the island. Yeah, I guess. Who cares? And then he can die too. <laughs> I'm okay with all that. That's true. He but, can die um, and it becomes a Brandy story instead. <laughs> yeah. So I would rather, move, I would rather have that. Forward to her. Yeah. Yeah, I would rather have her because I'm sorry. uh, The thing that drove me nuts is like sometimes she is. Sometimes she is very good as far as like, um, you know, like where she's being a badass or trying to escape or like getting away on things like the action points were good with her. Uh Right. And the and the and the fun giddy parts were fun. Yeah. With her. Everything else. She has this. She has this one really this part that's still like it's probably the only part of the movie that actually makes me tense and that's on the uh the greenhouse she is escaping and so like the gorton's fisherman is after her <laughs> and she ends up like sliding down or whatever on top of this greenhouse and so she's like oh no so she's trying to get up to walk and every time she takes a step because it's glass yeah Every time she takes a step, it like cracks under her feet. Sure. And to me, they do that. And it's not the only movie that's ever done that. But like whenever that does happen, I'm always like, oh, my God. It's just because, you know, it's just so fragile. It's just waiting to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, she finally breaks through it. And I'm just like, oh, you know, 
I, I just, I wanted her to be more of a badass. I did too. And instead they were like, no, Jennifer Love Hewitt's a badass. And I'm like, no, she's not. She's an idiot. No, right? And she, uh, The whole time was just like, ugh. And of course, Jennifer Love Hewitt kept doing her one and only move. She did it in I Know What You Did Last Summer yeah. also, where she does the... Come and get I'm, us. I'm going to throw my arms my out arms to the are, side. And, my arms and, are... Look yeah. at me in the rain. Look at me. I've got my arms open. Come, Come at me, bro. Come open. Blah, blah, blah. The yeah. one thing that gets parodied all the time from this movie... Let's talk about uh, Ray Bronson, played by Freddie Prince Jr. Um, Can I say that this movie would have been the same without him? Like, I really don't think he's that important. I would, I would rather have missed. So here's what I would would have rather have had. Because we we do these things where like, um, after the Gorton Fisherman tries to kill him, he like jumps over this railing, rolls down, and hits his head. Then we get a sh- uh, cutaway later where he's at the hospital, but he escapes. Yeah. And we get a cutaway later where he's, like, going to a pawn shop and selling right an engagement the, ring and, like, yeah. um, where by he... The pawn shop order played by Mark... Mark Boone Jr. Boone Jr. Yep. Who uh, you might know from Mo- Memento. Yep. Yeah, that movie. Memento and Batman. And ba- uh, the, and yes, the, the Batman Knight, movies. Yeah. Yes, yes. And um, um, was he in Inception? I'm just going to assume he's a Christopher Nolan. He was in something else recently we saw, but... um, I'm just going to assume he's Christopher Nolan. But he, like, like, does that, and then he he gets a gun, and we keep seeing these things. Now he's on a bus heading to Miami. Now he's... It's just like... It's almost like we don't need that. We don't need any of it. I would rather have him rolled and hit his head or gone over and not see what happens to him, and then later see him show up to, like, save them and be like... I had to go through all these things to get here and just tell us. Right. I don't need a very to see romantic, all of that. Kind of heroic. Yeah, because it was just. They tried to make him a hero and it's like. Ugh, and it just. He just looks, uh, yeah. There was, there was a lot of like there's a scene. He's on the bus and he's taking a painkiller and an You're old woman Freddie is Jones. looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> like I. It was his part could have literally been. Oh, he almost dies. We don't know what happens to him. Right. And then he shows up and it would have been fine because then it would have been the surprise of, oh, he's not dead. So I, I did keep the last the the last character towards the end because it is the, the spoiler, the uh, the knowing of, of who's who's doing everything or who is in charge. Uh, besides um, the Gordon's fisherman, we have the character of Will. Who uh, Will Benson? Yeah, played by turned, Matthew Settle. Yes, uh, aka, aka, <laughs> aka. We wanted a better actor, but we settled for this. Aka, I think I call him Scott Foley. Yeah, because he looked like Scott Foley at one point, but he did. not. Um. <laughs> so anyway, he plays. He actually turns out to be the son of yeah. the Norman's fisherman guy. Yeah, it was a fake name. He was a fake. His name, name was Ben Son. He's Ben's son. Oh my god! And I, I just all I had he to liked do the show Benson. All I had to do was enroll in college. Yes. Uh, earn your friendship. Sure. Get into this place where I'm also good with your other friends. Pretend to be a, a fake to, DJ. Yeah. Find a way to get to the. Yeah. And we had a long scene of that too, where he's like, "What's a phrase of base? Yeah. What's like to be doing a fake the radio DJ. thing?" Actually. Actually, have enough money to set up the whole thing where you are spending a whole week or whatever in the Bahamas. Yes. Itself. Yeah. Having that. (sighs) Whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this actor? Um, he's fucking generic. He is generic. He is the whitest generic boy that you will find. Yeah, he's super. I don't generic. even know him he, from anything else. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. The the whole fact that like, so the first time I saw this, when he didn't, the first time you see it, you're like that guy's in on it. Like yeah. right away. Yeah. Well, he doesn't die very quick. He's nobody you know. And he doesn't die like early on, so then you go, huh? Even in the club, you're like, this that guy's guy in on it. Yeah, if he just saw the generic guy sticking around, he's probably gonna die. Yeah, or he's probably in on it. Yeah, if if it's not a name brand like Brandy or Mackay Pfeiffer, yeah, he's probably in on it, folks. Yes. Sorry to spoil your Columbo mystery, but that's yeah. the way it is. I just found his, it's lackluster. Even when we find out that he is in on it, it's not diabolical at all. No. He doesn't come off jokery or riddlery or any, like, bad no. guy It becomes very laughable. And yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Well, okay, you, I roll you my plan eyes. this big mastermind mystery thing. Yes. And then, then like, you get to the, the end point and the plan is, we're just going to gruesomely murder you. Yeah. It's like there was no finesse to it yeah. or nothing, no, like, you know, danger zone kind of, a, I, I don't yeah. know, so, like, lackluster. So, speaking of the lacklusterness of it all, let's talk about the endings, especially the uh, the bullets that hit oh, yeah. the Gordon's well, so, fisherman. So, uh, so, the pawn shop, he, he buys, like, yeah. a uh, Sweet a baby gun. Ray shows up, and uh, Ray shows up. He is uh, trying to save Julie. Uh, Julie, who, like, they're getting ready to kill her. And uh, she manages to break free of, like, the Gorton fisherman or of uh, Will. So she ducks out of the way right as the Gorton fisherman stabs him in the chest. So he's killed his own son. So he's, up, you know, pissed, obviously. Um, they struggle around. Ray tries to shoot him, so he tries to fire a shot out of this six-shot six revolver. Yeah, yeah, revolver. That doesn't go. And uh, they struggle around. They're fighting. And then... Uh, Julie gets it. Well, he gets up to like he's going to kill Ray, and all of a sudden he gets shot. And you realize, like, Julie has shot him. Yeah. And she keeps unloading this pistol right. on him. We counted... Like, Eight times. Well, it played, and I go, hey, stop that and rewind it. Yeah. That was a lot of shots. And so we rewound it, um, and it was, he, she shoots him eight times right. with the six-shooter. Now, I thought at first, well, maybe it's some sometimes, you know, the, the gun might have eight chambers in it. There's there's some yeah, that have eight chambers. Yeah, but he tried the one at the beginning, making nine. Yeah. Well, but even then, like. Let's say one of them was, it just missed and, you know, right. whatever, and it's still viable. But still. If there was eight shots, maybe, but then they show they the show gun the and gun. you can see it's a six. six shot. And so it's like, well, you know, it's just a little snub nose thing. And so I'm like, God damn. Also, there was scenes where, because um, Freddie Prince Jr. is in a cast from, from the accident. There's one point where it's on his right and then another part where it's on his left. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, terrible. That was terrible. Just terrible. Yes. Where's the script girl on that one, cousin Tessa? Ooh. Okay. Um. <laughs> How dare you? So then we get to the ending. So they, they get saved, and Brandy's alive. Yes. They get saved from uh, the Bahamas, and they fly him back on 
DC's chopper from yep. Magnum PI because it does look like him. And uh, so uh, there's a scene now uh, where she. Oh, can I can I also add? It takes a really weird turn when Will gets a hold of uh, Julie and he's like walking her to where he's gonna kill her because he figures she figures out who he is yeah. and he reveals it and then he's just like all you women are the same you bunch of stuck up bitches and like he's he totally turns into some incel weirdo yeah and he's dragging her and i was like well that's weird so you're not going to kill her because she tried killing your dad or she almost killed your dad you're not you know on this you are like legitimately like women are bitches and like doing i'm like this is ridiculous there's nothing leading up to that there's no. nothing. That's what. That's what I mean. There's no build to that. So he suddenly is. He's like, you know, I wasn't gonna get in on this, Dad, but now I am because I'm in the quote friend zone. <laughs> like, I come on. Yeah. So uh, we see Julie. She's uh, she hits a sign that says uh, for sale. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. For a house. Right. Yeah. Which he he makes enough money. He makes enough money catching the fish. Catching fish. And, and she makes she, enough money being a full time summer school student yeah <laughs> to get a house so uh yeah, of course so they're at their house and uh he's brushing his teeth and she's locks the door and goes to bed and then she looks over to a teddy bear and then she looks over at it again and she swears she sees something and there jumps and like one time she like goes into a room like she's yeah, like there's no reason it's just a lot of her walking, walking. around for a while it's just while a he's, lot of the beginning while too. he's like fucking Going to town Going on this to town toothbrush. Teeth. Ooh. Ooh, like he's just like it. Just like grandma said, brush forty minutes a day. <laughs> he's just going nuts. And she like closes a window that's open and doesn't notice the chunky mud print mud boot prints. I mean this could be in house. her head too. Yeah, it could which be. It probably is. So then uh the end of the end of the shot is is the Gordon's fisherman guy jumps out. Ah, He's it, under the bed. He's under the bed. And, and he hooks around hooks her, her leg. And she pulls in. And he, she falls down and he pulls her under Little the bed. It could have been Little Monsters. It could have been, you know, what's-his-face from Little Monsters. Could it have been? Yeah, yeah it could have been. Oh, could it have we been? We don't know. Anyway, yeah. you've been deuced on that one. Yes. Deuced indeed. Deuced indeed on this one. Jeremy, let's do our five questions, shall we? Do we? Yes, do we need we do. to? We do. We need to. All right. So... Uh, what was your favorite part of this movie? Well, I'm what's gonna, the best part oh, of this? Movie? Oh, there was a, there was a moment we we forgot to say this uh, as far as the uh, the consistency not being great. There was a time where uh, Jack Black's character was underwater. Oh yeah, and then he comes back up. He's got a joint in his mouth and lights it. Don't know how that works, by the way. Um, but hey, and, whatever. Anybody's swimming away with it, it it's, goes underwater yes, and it again. I had to mention that too because you mentioned that as well. Um, and basically because I'm kind of uh, stalling to try to figure out what's the best part of this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. There's uh, this one's a hard one to to say, but I'm going to say that the best part of the, about this movie is the fact that it does try to continue a mythology in itself to bring in a, a kind of a new slasher for the 90s. Yeah. In, 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 in that aspect. Yeah. It fails on that, but at least it, it tries to attempt that and tries to, to bring in kind of more of a, you know, hey, instead of Freddy, instead of Jason, it's the Hulk man. Yeah. 
So I kind of give it that for its credit. It, I just don't think the execution's quite there yet. I think Jeffrey Combs is fine in this movie. Um, Freddie Prince Jr. says he disavows this movie. Says he's never watched it. Yeah, I mean, he heard it was so. He yeah. heard the gripe and you know, the yeah. griping about it, and he yeah. he's never watched it. Right. Um, I agree with you with Mackay Pfeiffer. Again, he was given what he could and Brandy. Um, so those two are probably the, probably my favorite parts of this movie. They're the ones that kind of keep me interested in this movie. Yes. Jennifer Love Hewitt does not keep me interested no, in this movie. No, not at all. And uh, those two do. So you? Um, I would say that... Uh, I, I kind of agree with you about the mythology piece of it. Like, Yeah. And, and theoretically, like... Part of me is like they needed to determine what they wanted this to be. To like, be, is it a supernatural killer, like more akin to like Jason or something else? Yeah, super. And and so, I mean, is I think it's a good concept, but uh, you know, and I I like I appreciate the mythology they're trying to put together. This movie just it didn't build it up in the right way. No, it didn't. Um, it was like, supposed to, but it didn't. Yeah, like the whole like okay, then make it will who's just doing it or make it something but like to have them be like we're a team I it's think like what a, really hurts it is that it's set uh, in the Bahamas and it's set like on this island that you can't get away from yeah and so it kind of like minimalizes where you can go like the the reason why I like the the first one is that the hook man could be anywhere yeah you know like you could be in a big crowd you know there's really not much where you can hide or where you can go to on this island. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What's our second question? Uh, our second question is reboot, continue, or cancel? Based on this movie alone, cancel. Do not do like what they did with MTV where they did a Scream television show. This does not need that. No. Um, if this movie would have done it correctly, I could have seen them continuing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, agreed. they did. Uh, they tried to continue with Brandy, uh, Brandy Prince's junior character as uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt, uh, but that stalled. And so they kind of have the same script, but that's part of I Will Always Know What You Did Last Summer, which is the third directed video movie. No, um, which, can't, cancel Which it. has a 0% rating on Rotten which Tomatoes. Which probably should cancel this thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think it should be canceled as well. Like the, I'm with you. Had they like had I even had like a spark of like, ooh, I like where this is going. You know, as far as the mythology piece of it, I'd have been all on board. But I just I cannot get behind mm-hmm. it. Mm, I agree. What's our third question? Uh, and does this movie stand on its own? Oh, absolutely not. Who's Barry? If I'm just watching this movie, I don't know who Barry is. I don't Barry. know why. Well, well, from the first movie, obviously. Um, Ryan Philby. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, those yeah. characters, right? Yeah. I don't know them. I know I've seen a picture of uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. I don't really know who she is. Um, in fact, about what I say, like an hour into this movie, she finally we finally get exposition of the fact of what happened. Yeah. It takes that long to, to tell it to Brandy and everyone else. So no, it does not hold on by itself. The uh, you say yes, no. Uh, I don't think it stands on its own. No, I, I think like again, I don't think that <coughs> horror movies should not really. You should have some 
aspect yeah. of the first one. Yeah, you should, you know? because it's a mythology. It's a mythology of it, yeah. But even then, like, you, she, by the way, Barry Cox and Helen Shivers oh. from the first one. Jesus, no wonder they, they died. They do mention them. Um, they mentioned them, but like again, if I was just watching this movie, I wouldn't yeah. know who they were. Yeah, but and then the whole Ben Willis thing, like they they talk about Ben Willis a lot, and they're like, "Well, who the fuck is Ben Willis?" Right, and like it wasn't until that exposition when they even kind of explain it, but even then, it's yeah, like it was not. unless you saw the first one, you didn't know what was going on with that. Right, the voodoo guy knew more than anyone else. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. he did. Terrible. Anyway, <laughs> um. Would, would this make you want to watch the first one? This movie alone does not make me want to watch the first one. I enjoyed the first one when I saw it in the movie theater. I was with people who, yeah, it was back in the day. It was back, you know, when we were teenagers or, you know. Uh, for me, it was like freshman year of college. Um, so I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that cast a lot better. I think that was just one of those. It had one of those moments where, for instance, like the Jennifer Love Hewitt character me in this movie already has that baggage so her characters the character is not really that fresh not very naive um and that's fine but it's also she's not very fun yeah right at least the characters were fun to begin with at the beginning and then something bad happens and then that whole aspect of that um going down that rabbit hole was fun to watch yeah this movie's not yeah, um, it does not make me want to watch the first no, one. No, um, I think that she is a boring main person. Which I agree. Is why, which is why I'm like, bring Brandy on. You know, they they figured that out or fixed that in uh, the Final Destination movies. Oh, yeah? Because the survivor girl that they had from the first one was like, whatever gal it was. Yeah. They find her in a mental hospital and she ends up dying like a little way into the movie. Yeah. After being with them for a little bit. So they just like nobody survived from the first one. Then. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like that's why I was like I would be okay if Jennifer Love Hewitt's character died. Maybe. <laughs> and maybe let her be heroic. Let her do it saving her friend. Right. Sacrifice. Something. Yeah. Something, yeah, something. good. Or she dies fighting off Will. And then we still got to deal with the Gorton Fisherman and Brandy can take it from there. Right. Something like that. Um. But yeah it just. It could have been so much better. And, like, if this was the only one I had seen, I'd be like, pass. I don't want to, like, be involved with the first yeah. one. No. Um, finally, sum up your experience yeah. in two words. Um, Bad stab. This is a bad stab. A bad attempt at trying to move forward into trying to get it to franchise itself or to try to get... the. There's not, like, this isn't Freddy. This isn't Jason. This is the Hookman. And you honestly needed to have a little bit more fun in this movie in order for it to work. Yeah. Because this movie very much takes itself way too serious. Oh, I agree. I, need, I agree. We needed to have, like, stab jokes. Yes. Like, I'll take a stab at that or something like that. And have yeah. it be like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And, you know, maybe you kind of even foreshadow for Will. We already know Will's going to be the, yeah. the, the or, guy. Or make some characters who are more suspect yeah. than. Right. Or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah, like uh, Jeffrey Combs' character, his lost uncle knew uh, the, the Gorman's fisherman. Something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where we get red herrings. Yes. Perhaps we've been watching Veronica Mars too much, <laughs> which is probably true. But bad stab is what my uh, yeah. my word is. You? 
<clears throat> I would say bummer summer. Bummer summer. Because as like a summer slasher film, like sometimes these movies are fun. You get like craziness. You get well, even the, yeah, but the, the reckless abandon kind yeah. of thing with it. And like usually those scripts, even if they're cheesy and crappy, it's like they hold something special with it. And this movie is just so lackluster <laughs> yeah. that like I cannot get enthused about it at all. Like I can't even be like, oh yeah. I want to watch a B movie. I'm going to watch. I know, still know what you did last summer. Like, well, that would okay, never. It's, it's supposed to be the 4th of July. We're in the Bahamas on the yeah. 4th of July. Mm, come on. There's a lot of, like like I said, you're trapped on that island too much. Just keep it in the United States. Set it during the 4th of July. There's yeah. a lot of bangs and pops in the 4th of July that could, like, confuse you and, and jump scare you. There is one at the beginning that that's kind of cliche. This movie's full of cliches, by the way. Every every aspect of this movie um, that you think is uh, a stereotypical of a bad horror movie, it 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 is in this movie. And I hate to say that because it's like I try to be positive about these movies, and, and this is fine. This is not a terrible stinker of a movie. It's just flatlined, right? Like yeah. there's nothing that it doesn't move forward and no. doesn't try anything new. It's just stereotypical horror movie. Yeah. And there's nothing. Yeah, it's seriously nothing to grab onto. Yeah. It, it's unfortunate. All right. Uh, so uh, I would say uh, you've been deuced on that episode. You've been deuced. Uh, look forward to next episode. We'll be doing, um, uh, we'll, we'll probably take, take a week off, right? We're going to take a week off. Yeah, we'll, then, we'll have a week off here. We'll have a week off, and then we're going to continue with our slasher summer movies with Friday the 13th Part 2. This is when Jason comes in. Uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. If you've never heard of Friday the 13th Part 2. Anyway, <laughs> we look forward to that. I'm, I'm going to look forward to that. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be amazing. Where can people find us, Jeremy? People can find us at thedeucepodcast.podbean.com, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, really any of those kind of like podcatchers. Um, you can also find us uh, if you go to our Facebook page. You can find us there. Um, you can request to join and be part of that. Um, you can also go to uh, nophonynetwork.com, uh, see us and a bunch of our other uh, network mates on that page. Uh, and then, of course, you can go to Twitter, uh, at Deuce Podcast, mm-hmm. where um, mm-hmm. we'll post a lot of different things and sometimes put up yeah. surveys and things like Shout that. Shout out to Her- uh, Herman James. I was on a show, by the way. Uh, Lightning Rants with Herman James. Check out that episode. Uh, very fun guy. I, uh, I I look forward to going back on that podcast someday because uh, I had a blast with him. Yeah. So look, uh, watch or listen to that episode and listen to all of his episodes. So he's going to have an important episode coming up uh, uh, dealing with... Um, a uh, lawyer with immigration, so that's going to be fun, too. Well, not fun, but you know what I mean. Informational. Well, whatever. You know what? Yeah. Folks, the sequel's king. If I should die this very moment I wouldn't fear For I've never known completeness in the warmth of you loving every breath of you still my heart this moment